Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Brashid podcast. Today we'll be building on last week's concept of Jesus being the life, focusing on faith versus works. So I'd like to start off with a clear message and that is the Assyrian Church of the East has always taught that we're saved by faith through grace which is justified by works. And it's perfectly in line with Ephesians 2 verse 8 to 10 which says, For by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are as workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Amen. Um, and as you said, this is in line with what the Assyrian Church of the East teaches. And it's important because as us, us as Christians, um, salvation is arguably the most important thing in our Christian lives. It's the basis of Christianity. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's the good news. The good news of the gospel is salvation. And we must understand what this teaching is in order to um, accept um, what the church is teaching us. So the first part of what we're going to break down from this is the arguably the key component, which is faith. What is faith? What is the word faith? Is it just believing? Because this word is can often be um, misinterpreted or, or misused, like misused. somewhere it's used lightly, somewhere used it's more intensely, or yeah. manipulated. Exactly, yeah. depending on how the people want it to be defined, what message they exactly. want to convey. Yeah. Um, but it's not just believing. This is a major miscomprehension. Simply being a Christian or being labeled as a Christian or saying, "Oh, I believe in God," that's not faith. No. That's in fact it's contrary to Scripture, and. The true meaning of faith is to commit your trust to the Lord. Commit your heart to the Lord. Turn from everything or anything that is contrary to the Lord. The Lord our God. And this is the true meaning of faith. Our, our willingness, our eagerness to be in communion with the Lord. That's trust. That's faith, which is trust. And this is something we must always understand as not a one-off action. Faith isn't, uh, I believe in God and you're saved. You can do whatever you want for yeah. the rest of your life. No. Faith is an ongoing communion with the Lord. And to be, to have faith is to be committed to the Lord continually and never forsaking Him, even when times are tough or times are good. Because in both situations, us as humans, we tend to forget. Yeah. We tend to forget about our Lord. But we must never forsake Him. And the simple reason is in that verse and in the teaching. He has grace and he loves us. And he never forsake he never had forsaken us. He was on that cross. From the moment he was on that cross till the moment he died, he was on that cross knowing that this is our salvation. And this is the same reason why we should never forsake him. We must always remember that because he loved us, he died for us. Yep. And through his blood we receive salvation. Exactly. Yeah, and I'm um, building on what you've said. Um, it is through God's grace that we're saved, okay? Where grace is something where someone's given something they don't deserve, okay? And as we, like as Christians, we know salvation is not something we had to work for. It was given to us as a gift as from a God. Gift, yeah, okay? because He loved us. Exactly. Uh, and so we, we didn't earn our salvation, okay? But we earn death by sinning against God, okay? And this is seen in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, where it says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Very important verse. Exactly. Yep. Because um, as you said, 
if we were to earn something, that wouldn't be salvation. No, definitely. We yeah. as humans, and not at that point in time, until building up till that point of time, us collectively as humans, because of our sin, as St. Paul says in Romans, the wages were death. But we have a God so graceful, so merciful, so loving, and so eternal. That's important to note that even though we deserve death, He gave us the exact opposite of death, eternal life. Eternal life through His Son, Jesus Christ, the Good Shepherd that was um, crucified for our sins. Yep. Yep. And um, what you've said is reflected in um, John chapter 3, verse 16, where it says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, for for whosoever believes in Him shall have eternal life. And I think here, the believes in has to be emphasized yep. because there's a difference between believing that God exists and believing that Jesus Christ died on the cross and believing in God and believing in Jesus. Because yep. by believing in, again, it ties in with trust. You believe in Christ that what He did for you was your salvation. It wasn't just He did it because I think many people think oh, He was captured by the Jews and they killed Him and He was planning to it was a random here. random yeah it was yeah. he was planning to establish a kingdom it didn't turn out and then he got killed yeah uh-huh. but in reality yeah. this has been planned since the fall of man where where god said in genesis to eve he said your seed shall bruise the head of the serpent god establishes our paths exactly and god established that path the path to salvation and on the wages as well it's a payment the death was given to us as a payment a punishment for that we sinned against god i think many people they blame Adam and Eve just because oh, they sinned and therefore um, we got kicked out of yeah, paradise no, as well no. and we go to hell. But I think even if Adam and Eve didn't sin, someone would have sinned after. Exactly. Yeah. And if we were to put any of us in that position, I'm not sinned. like not saying specifically, but there would be a time where eventually someone would fall. Because we desire power. Yeah. We okay. desire to be more than human. It's in our human nature. Exactly. Mm. That's why when when the serpent said to Eve, you will be like God, that tempted her to do it. That convinced her and exactly. and, and it, it fueled something within her. Yeah. Like God, God, the creator, be like him, pride, built yeah. up, built up. And she she committed the sin and the, the sin might sound basic, don't eat of the fruit. And everyone might think, um, oh, can't she just eat from another tree? Like that's the, yeah. the basic. It's so simple. Don't eat from the fruit. Mm-hmm. There's a bigger yeah. um, equation to that. That's I not think people say, how how is it that just for that sin, they deserve death? No. But I think when you think about it like this, if you commit a local crime in a local court, the, the punishment is smaller. But if you commit a cu- crime on a federal scale, you end up in the federal court and the fine or the the sentence is much larger. And this is uh, a corrupt humanity. Humanity, We are corrupt and that's their justice system. How much more God who is perfect Perfect. and has a perfect justice system. Exactly. And an eternal God as well. Eternal God. An eternal God, eternal law deserves eternal punishment. Yeah. And speaking about justice, if we were ruled by justice, we would all be receiving death. But God overruled the justice with mercy. Why? Because of our faith with him, in him. Yeah, because he loved us. Just like John 3.16 said, for God so loved the world. As we are faithful to God, we receive salvation and mercy. Yes. If we are not faithful to God, we receive justice. Yeah. And remember, if we receive justice, 
St. Paul says, the wage is death. Exactly. Yeah. I think moving on to our topic today, which is uh, faith versus works or how they tie in together. I think many people think just because oh, I have faith or I believe, that's it. It's like saying we can rest easy now, just confessing with our mouths and yeah. saying, I put my trust in God and I'm saved. Or they read that verse by um, Ephesians yeah. and they say, okay, that's it. They disregard everything else. Every, yeah. Uh, but it's important to understand two things, the context and other Who was writing it to yeah, as well. Definitely. He was writing it to baptized faithful. Yeah, yeah. So they've, they had already been baptized. They already learned the yeah. basics. But I yeah. think they were turning away from things that he had taught them. So he reminded them of how of their salvation, of what God did for them as well. Yeah. Let's take a look. Let's take a look into the verse. We'll, we'll take, yeah. We'll it says um, in verse 10 of uh, Ephesians chapter 2, it says, For we are as workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So that's in Ephesians. That's from the, the same, same verse, read, yeah. the same uh, book, sorry, that said that we are saved by faith. Right after. Also says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. This tells us that we were made to do good works. We were built by God as humans to do good works. However, um, the role of good works can be miscomprehended. And that's why we're going to discuss it um, through the, vol the following verse by James. Um, so James chapter 2, verses 14 says, What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? And this is a very important verse because um, if you read this verse or text out of context, you will get the wrong message. Yep. The, the message that comes through this verse, reading this verse alone without taking into consideration context, you will get the wrong message. But... And that wrong message is being saved by our works or works. So we have to earn it. We have to earn. Yeah. And I think when people, if let's say it is that way, for example, let's assume that if if we have to earn it, then chastly Jesus died on the cross for no reason. Yep. And everything that happened over the past 6,000 years, uh, sorry, yeah, over the past 4,000 years before Jesus leading up to him and his death on the cross all means nothing if we have to earn it. If we have to earn it, there is a lot of blasphemy that comes by saying that because yes. by saying we have to earn our salvation we're saying chesli one god isn't gracious god doesn't have grace two god doesn't love us because yeah. we have to owe him something in order to in receive return, from yeah. him and number three as you said is chesli again i'm saying this jesus died on the cross because we paid him to do so yeah that's not the case we are not saved by our works and that is i a hundred percent can say this with confidence that this is not what James is saying. No, it's James not, is not. If you read the whole yeah. chapter or the whole book of James, he's making a differenti differentiation between dead faith and living faith, true Amen. faith and false faith. Yes. And I think many people will say, oh, James here is saying uh, your faith is dead without, without works, where Paul is saying it's without, uh, you're saved without works. Yeah. But then you, it's a category error when they do that. Yeah, yeah. Paul is talking and he's saying, to the Romans. To the Romans. And James is, is writing to Hebrews, the Jews. Hebrews, yeah. yeah. That converted to Christianity. There's a difference because they're coming from two different points. Paul is, Paul is teaching the base of the faith, justification in front of God. Yeah. Where James is talking about sanctification, growing Amen. in faith and becoming more like Jesus Christ. Amen. And, and this is what we have to understand, who the audience was. Paul had to emphasize the importance of being faithful. Whereas James had to emphasize the importance, okay, you have faith, but if you don't have the works, what's the point? 
There's no evidence that you have the faith yeah. if you do not have the works, right? So he's indicating that our faith is not true if it is not justified or proven by if our works. If it doesn't produce works. Because how are we going to show? How, am I, how is Shaheen going to identify that I have faith? Can't. Through exactly, yeah. our good works. And you judge a fruit by its, uh, you judge a tree by its fruits. Yeah. Like um, it says, uh, a, a bush of thorns cannot produce roses. Yep. And uh, a rose bush cannot produce thorns. Yep. So, same concept. I here. think James in the same book he says, uh, fresh water and salt water can co- cannot come out of the same spring. I mean, you can't have bad things and good things coming out of that I mean, true faith. Like we said in the beginning, faith is commitment. Full commitment, mind, soul, and physical body. Yep. Committed to the Lord. And um, we cannot say we have faith if we do not have the deeds that make us Christ-like. Yep. If we have the deeds that make us Christ-like, then we can, not that we have to prove it, but our faith is shown as disciples of Christ by doing these good deeds. And this is said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So we bring glory to God. When we do good Not works. that He needs us to, but because we were built to. And we're thankful as well. We're thankful. Glorifying exactly. is another yeah. way of thanking God, saying, okay, God, thank you for our salvation. I want to spread the message. Yeah. I want, it, I want other people to know what you did for them. Amen. 100%. And I think... We were, like I said, we're created to good, do good works. That's what God prepared for us. Yeah. That when we're in Christ, that is what we we desire yeah. to do. True faith gives you a love for God. It gives, it makes you want to follow God and do His good works. And that's what we're built for. Yeah. It's not like, um, as I said before, we don't. Ha- God doesn't need us. To, no. God doesn't need anyone. Yep. But we were built by God for this purpose. This I is our purpose. That's where the question comes in. Why did God make us? And it's, it's hard to understand because time falls apart. But God made us because He loved us to be with Him. He Amen. wanted us to be with Him. And that's exactly why we have salvation. Yes. Even though we sinned, even though we broke away from God. And as time comes apart, if you look from the at the Bible from the beginning till Christ's um, birth, death and resurrection, you can see that God has attempted multiple times to bring us back. God brought Noah, God brought prophets, didn't work. We always fell fell away. However, Jesus is a different story. God, they were a lead up to Jesus. They were, they were preparing the nation of they Israel. Were they were preparing the people to bring in the Messiah into the world. And we weren't ready for Jesus. But when he came, he made us ready. Yes. And we must always be ready. Exactly. Um, and that's the um, important thing to understand that because we we trust Jesus and because we love Jesus, that gives us the desire to do good works. And um, as disciples with faith in the Lord, this is a common desire. We all want to be with Him. Communion. Faithful servants of the Lord, faithful disciples of the Lord, we all want to be in communion with Him. It's a must. It's a must. As in, it's a... It's a it's a product of true faith. We're not forced to to do it. Yes. It's instilled within us as we have faith. Yes, because the Holy Spirit dwells on us. We yeah. are a temple of the Holy Spirit. So how it works is you have faith. At, by having faith, 
you automatically have works. Yeah. It just it's just like a it's an equation. You have this from this this comes. On the equation part, many people think it's faith plus works equals no. salvation, when in reality it's faith equals works plus salvation. Yeah. So your faith gives you a salvation and as a result. Yeah. We're getting into chemistry now. Well. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, uh that's that's that makes sense. Yep. Your faith reaps works and salvation. Exactly. And if you don't have works, if that's missing from the equation, everything's the faith up. wasn't there. The in faith the wasn't there in the first place. Yes. And therefore there's no salvation. Yeah. So Think building on uh created to do good works. We were made as Christians. We were made a new creation in Jesus Christ, renewed both spiritual, renewed spiritually by the power of the Holy Spirit in baptism. Okay, this renewal gives us the trust in Jesus Christ, and like we said, the desire to do good works, because the old human nature, the sinful nature that we got when we were born, desires to do bad. Okay, it desires to sin. That's why everybody has sinned. Uh, St. Paul says in Romans, it's, for it's all have sinned. Yeah, the human fall, nature is corrupt. Yeah. yeah, He says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And that's why Jesus came for everybody. But that that renewal, that spiritual renewal through baptism, that being born again, like Jesus said, you must be born again of water and of spirit to enter the kingdom of heaven. And that'll be a, another topic that we will exactly. discuss yeah, in the future. Sure. Um, so going back to the desire we all have as Christians, we all have that one desire, as I said before, which is to be in communion with him. And Jesus instituted this communion with the church on in the Last Supper with his body and blood. Um, and as Assyrians, so our Assyrian um, people that are watching this, we call the body and blood Qurbana, Qurba, which means draw to draw near. And when taking this Qurbana, we are brought in communion with Christ. Yes. We are all members of his body. So if our desire as faithful who have works is to be in communion with Christ and it is made possible, then this is what we should look for. And we know if we know that our desire is that, we know our faith is true. Yeah. I mean, we know that we are we have the right faith, we have the right mind, we are going the right way if our desire is God. Yeah, definitely. And through this Qurbana, which is the body and blood of Christ, we come into communion with God. And this is um, the mystery behind this is incomprehensible. Um, I think many people say, oh, but how, how? It's like, yeah, if I understood, I would have explained it. We spoke it. about this yeah. last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we can't. It's not. Um, That's why it's called a sacrament. A sacrament, yeah. which is something. Araza, like, mystery. Araza, mystery. mystery yeah. 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 Um, this is something that we can't just, you know, write down. And yeah, it's easy to. Yeah, understand. it's like this. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, this, this is, is the process. Step one, two, no. three, four. Yeah. This is how it works. Um, I think when people don't understand something, they tend to doubt it. Yeah. And like we said last week, because there isn't that trust. If there is trust, there's then doubt doesn't matter. In fact, doubt comes yeah. and goes. If you do not understand something, that should make your trust even stronger because you know that God is good and you know that his ways are good and you know that everything associated with God is true and is perfect because God is a perfect God. Yeah. Everything about him, all the mysteries we do not understand and those that we do understand, they're all perfect and they all link up and make sense. And this is one of the biggest ones, which is the communion or the Qurbana. 
that makes us close and draws us near to Christ. And it sanctifies us day by day to make us like him and making us all one. All of us are one members of Christ's body. And um, coming with that, that desire to be in communion with Christ, that means we want to be like Christ. And being like Christ is is what is mentioned in the Bible many times, as Jesus said, um, glory, uh, through your works, for, uh, the Father in heaven will be glorified. So it is a common um, a common theme to be Christ-like, to be Christ-like. And by taking Qurbana and becoming one like him, we are fueled to be Christ-like. To, to, to be like Christ is to live like him, to act like him, to speak like him. Obviously, we can't reach that level of perfection, khasli, that um, Christ was the perfect human being. Because he is God. Yeah, he was perfect man and perfect God. But we can be, keyword, like Christ. And In Ephesians, yeah. three chapters later, Ephesians chapter five, chapter 5, it says, Therefore be imitators of God <clears throat> as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us, and given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling aroma. Yep. And this imitators, is that's the key word yeah, here. Imitators. Like you said, like walking in love as Christ did. There is no greater love, uh, John says in um, his first letter, there is no greater love than to lay down your life for your brother. What great love would it be to lay down your life for all of humanity, past, present, and future? And that's what Christ did. And uh, not just lay down your life for humanity, two things. Lay down your life for humanity that didn't deserve it and lay down your life for humans that he knew were bad and corrupt. And he still died on the cross. And they mocked us. And they teased. Yes. And he still died on the cross. Even though he knew we were bad. On that cross, he knew. He still died for us. If Christ can love, if Christ can speak truth, if Christ lived the way he lived, why can't we aim to live like him? And this is what our faith should be centered around. Th that's the desire to be like him. That once true faith gives the desire. Once you're faithful and you have the works which come with your faith, you become affected with a qurbana slowly, slowly. Sanctifying. It's a transition. Day by day. Yes. Yeah. I think that's where, like we were talking about before, it's not just the one thing that's it, you sit. No. That's it, sit at home and, you know, go on with it's your life. It's an ongoing process. It's ongoing. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's growing in Christ day by day because today you will learn more about yourself than you did yesterday and you'll learn more, more about God himself and you can teach more to the next person. Yeah. Like we said um, last episode, our job is to preach. Our, and it doesn't just have to be, are oh, you going out as a missionary, standing up on a stand and preaching. Like I said, through your good works, you can glorify God. Mm. And by glorifying God and by showing people and being a good example, that preaches, that gets people interested. Why are you like this and the world's like that? Why do you have this view and the world has Amen. that view? Why are we many different? These days. Yeah. You know, it's good to be different. It's good to stand in out. In the right way. In the right way. Yeah. And by being faithful, we stand out. Yeah. By being faithful. And as we get sanctified and this slowly, the slow process of becoming like Christ, the further, the closer we get to being like Christ, the more different we are to everyone else. And we start picking up on that. 
people around us start picking up on that. That's the most important part, to be an example for those around us. Exactly. And that is what brings them, most importantly, closer to God for their salvation. Because they wouldn't have it. Yep. Like we're talking about the world outside. Yeah, those that do not, like we said last episode, it's a cure. And and our faith should be, and it should enable us to spread this good cure. Yep. The good cure of salvation that we all receive through our faith in Christ. Um, there's also another thing I want to touch up on. Um, a lot of people might ask, okay, this is bread and wine. What makes you say it's the body and blood of Christ? Let's look at scripture. First, I would just say plain and simple. You got a problem? Take it up with God, not me. <laughs> he said it, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that's where we're getting to. So you look at Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 16 to 17. The cup of blessing which we bless. Is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break. Is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we, though many, are one bread and one body. For we all partake of that one bread. Amen. This is from Scripture saying that this truly is the body of Christ. Yes. This truly is the blood of Christ. Christ himself. We've seen him speak in parables, examples, symbols, giving examples and symbols. But if you pay close attention to Christ on the Last Supper, he did not say, this bread is like my body. This bread, this wine is like my blood. No. He said, this is my body and this is my blood. This is. He makes, his, when he says the blood, he makes a very specific um he says something very specific. He says, shed as a new covenant. If he was if he was instituting the new covenant that God had prophesied in the Old Testament, the four, four th- sorry, around two thousand years before Jesus, he wouldn't use parables in such a in such a big moment of his ministry. Yeah, no, yeah. He he said it exactly for what it is. And many people claim misinterpretation. If we misinterpreted it or certain Christians misinterpreted it, it's it couldn't be because Paul interpreted it exactly Paul the way we interpret it today. Paul said it explicitly, clearly. Just like Jesus did. Jesus said it, yeah. Explicitly. But and he, yeah. re- he, he reinforces yeah, that again. Jesus said it clearly. This is my body. This is my blood. And what did St. Paul do? He said it again. Same thing. That bread is the body. That wine is the blood. And this happens with the Raza. And another thing that um, that I like is when Jesus said um, to his disciples, I will be departing, but I will always be with you. Yes. And he is always with us through this this uh, Eucharist, this Qurbana, the body and blood of Christ. Um, as faithful of the Lord, we should always um, be inclined towards the communion with Christ, being one with Christ. Um, this is a very important, uh, it shouldn't be a desire, it should be more of a, uh, a it's must. Automatic. It's, it's, it's already a, automatic, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's an automatic, it's a must. Um, and where do we get this? Through church, Only the bride of the you. Lord, the bride of Christ, which will be taken up the last day and um, presented in front of God as the clean bride, the church um, that kept its members in communion. 
that's the aim of the church that's the goal of the church it's not there to um people say, to get together yeah, or peop- people meet up once a week it's there yeah. to share the message message of salvation and, and draw most, people closer yeah. to god and, and more, be one yeah it's it's like the ship that calms the storm yes your the storm is around us we go into the into church and we are in communion with christ the um the liturgy says that the angels are in shivering when they see the body of Christ being presented by the priest. How much more us? We should know the value of that, um, the, the body and blood of Christ. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll go in with this in more detail, yep, the Eucharist, because sure, yep. it's a topic that we can't just include. And it can't be taken lightly as well. No, definitely. I think many people are, yeah, it's all right. No. We'll go to church, uh, that's happening. Okay, no get, worries. Get qurbana. Just for the yeah. sake of it to make our parents yeah. happy. Uh, no, it should be our, our our ultimate aim to be in communion with Christ along with our salvation. And it's the major way the church has kept yeah. since the beginning. 100%. Yeah. It was it was even to the point and it hap- it started with the apostles and it was kept on that even people that were unable to come to the Lazar, that come to the, the worship of God and where the body and blood of Christ was, they would take it to them. The priests and the deacons would take it to them because that's the importance that it had in their lives. Yeah. And it is like that today. This is our faith. Our faith is to be is to be in Christ and we are one with Christ through Qurbana. Exactly. And this is how we our works start flowing. The more and more closer we, we go to Christ, our works just start flowing left, right and center and sometimes without us knowing. Yes. We don't even purposely do the works. They automatically come from us because we're so inclined, we're so focused in living in that way that Christ lived, that we're automatically, involuntarily like Him. Because the Holy Spirit takes over. Because we, we, we invite Him in. Yep. Yep. We say, God, my life to you, everything to you, you take control. My worries on you. Because what you did on the cross gave me everything that I have now. Because everything here on this world will perish. But only God, only our faith, our trust in God will, will keep us going. Yeah, amen. Okay. Um, um, I think we'll end it there for today. We had a very good chat about yeah. faith versus works and how they tie in together. Yeah. Um, we hope everybody has taken, gained something spiritually from this and yeah. gains knowledge from this to further strengthen their faith. Um, we hope we've contributed, clarified and helped everyone who is on their spiritual journey. Yes. And that is our main purpose of Brashi, to be with everyone and ourselves, to walk in this spiritual journey um, together and learn and grow and be more and more Christ-like. Yes. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, please share with other people to get the message of the gospel out. Um, strengthen their faith. And we'll see you next episode. Thanks for listening. Thank you.